0: it's vegas it's rock it's dogs it's vegas rock dog radio a rock and roll show all about pets people and pop culture stand by for great guests and cool advice all in one rocking hour the phone lines are open at 702-483-4444 that's 702-483-4444 now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Coming to you live from Las Vegas, it's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. And we cover it all. Good morning, everyone. It's a great day here in Las Vegas, apart from the wind. (laughs) It's a very windy time of year. But, uh, weather's great. Uh, it feels weird to be in the studio with a guest, but our guest is going to be Skyping in all the way from Australia. So, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a fun interview. And I have to thank my guest, Kevin Newman, because I know it's a ridiculous crack of dawn hour in Australia but uh, let's ha- let's tell you how we're gonna find the show online and some what do they call it housekeeping is what everybody likes to call it it's a little bit of housekeeping so um, I'm Sam I'm your host I'm known as the queen of rock and roll dogs and uh, this is how you're gonna find the show uh, keep adding to the list <laughs> Of social media platforms and um, whatever is your favorite, you'll find me there, I'm sure. So, the website, main website, is vegasrockdogradio.com. The Ustream, and I'm streaming live, so I'll give you a little wave there if anyone's watching. And uh, yeah, you're lucky I put lipstick on this morning. <laughs> it's, it's a special day if I put the red lipstick on. Um, so, your new stream is Ustream.tv. The channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. We do have two channels. Make sure you click on the Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Or you can actually look at some old shows, I think, if they haven't already deleted them from Ustream. Um, Facebook, Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Twitter, Vegas Rock Dog Show, no W on the end, or a lot of people follow me on my other Twitter account, which is Vegas Rock Dog, and that's our clothing um, line account. We have a lot of followers over there. I think we're getting close to eleven thousand, but I have been on Twitter since almost the beginning, so and uh, I've, I've earned every single one of those followers. I haven't used any robots or anything like that. So, uh, so Twitter is Vegas Rock Dog Show, no W, or Vegas Rock Dog. The call in number is 702 seven zero two four eight three. 4444. 44. That means we're in Las Vegas. And, uh, yeah, people do get up early in Vegas, don't they, Chris? Well, me and you do on a Saturday morning, at least. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people still have hangovers, probably, and <laughs> sleeping it off. It's the weekend. Uh, you can, you're can you listening live right now, and you're listening live on Vegas, allnetradio.com. And you can find my show there. You can find all the archive shows, too. So if you don't always get the chance to listen in live or you want to listen again, you can go to the page, scroll down. You'll see all my sponsors there. So it makes it very easy for you to find them. And then you'll see the shows underneath. And it makes it super easy. Plus, you can listen now in an easy way through your phone with one of our apps. So we've got the Android apps and we've got the... Apple apps, haven't we? Apple apps. That's hard to say in the morning. Uh, Makes it a lot, lot easier. A lot of my Android people, I can't listen to you through the website. And then I realized they're droid users. (laughs) That was an issue for them. So now they have an app and I know that it works because people have told me. So that's really good. So you can listen on the go anywhere in the world. Um, Instagram, and I posted quite a few pictures already this morning, is Vegas Rock Dog. Our gear, so if you want to pick up Clothing for you and your dog, toys, oh, dog bowls, you name it, collars, uh, bark and roll, dog ties. We've got it all going on at vegasrockdog.com and a blog, and that's where. You know, really kind of voice, you know, what I like about some products and services and causes. And that's where all our giveaways happen. And the blog is therockandrolldog.com. That's N, an, not A-N-D, just an N, rockandrolldog.com. And uh, I've been working Google+, not as much as I should, but uh, I actually do like Google+, and you can find me at Sam Ratcliffe, and you can find both Vegas Rock Dog and Vegas Rock Dog Radio on there, too. So lots and lots of places where um, you can find... The show. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest who's coming on the show. And I've met him. And I met him here in Vegas. You know, eventually, I always say, everybody eventually shows up in Vegas at some point. So, um... And it's it can be anyone from, like, people I grew up with it, in England, you know, they get hold of me and say, do you still live there? And I meet them. Or, and so how I met Kevin was through Blog Pause, the big pet bloggers conference. And uh, we made a point of finding each other at the conference. And he came in all the way from Melbourne, Australia. I have a little Australian connection myself. My auntie and cousins um, still live in Adelaide. And uh, i would not seen her since I was seven years old when I was a bridesmaid in her daughter's wedding and I saw her three years ago <laughs> so many many years have passed and uh, she was still the same it was really really fun so that's my little Australian connection so let me tell you let's go I see I digress in here so let me go back to my guest so my guest is, is known as the do, that dog dancing guy I'm sure people go you know, you know that dog dancing guy and, and I'm sure that's how he got the name and his name is Kevin Newman um, he's got a fabulous blog and uh, he works with Rescue and uh, he does lots of things he, this is a very talented person I think who's managed to uh, bring all of his talents together in one arena, which is kind of genius. And uh, I want to welcome to the show Kevin Newman. Are you there, Kevin?
2: I am here, good morning Oh,
1: that's so great Because you kind of <laughs> hold your breath when you think, is it going to connect? Is
2: it, are they there? Because
1: yes. <laughs> when I Skyped with Carol Bryant uh, before blog pause She'd lost her internet connection altogether So oh, no. I had to flip the show and talk about all the stuff at the end of the show And then we finally got her back But it was like dread, like, <gasps> silence, she's not there <laughs>
2: There's <laughs> always that moment you've got to hold your breath. I know.
1: Isn't technology great, Kevin? It's, I mean, like really, I mean, how far away are we? How many miles is it? <laughs> I'm sure um, you probably it's know. It's about
2: 8,000 8, miles, I think.
1: Oh, it's many, it's many miles. So how did you, let's start off by, actually, first of all, let's start off by telling everybody your website address.
2: Yes, no worries. It is thatdogdancingguy.com.au.
1: Don't forget the AU for Australia. That's really important because, you know, we're so used to the dot-com and then we don't think there are other... Oh, go- you,
2: you will still actually get it if you go to dot-com, I think. Oh, we'll still I'm go sure. through. it. Oh, that's
1: yeah. good. For those that don't remember.
2: <laughs> that's, only, that's only because I, uh, I got that that way because a lot of Australians don't usually.
1: Ah, you see, you learn something new every day. Every day. So, Kevin, how did you find out about BlogPause itself, and then decide, oh, I'm going to go across the other side of the world to this pet conference?
2: Sure. <laughs> um, I have been a part of a pet blogging community. I joined BlogPause a few years ago, and I think uh, it was just when I started blogging, I started looking on online for resources, right? Um, and came across blog Pause and thought, oh, this looks good, and then joined, um, and have been a member ever since. And I've been working at the shelter. Um, I'm a social media officer for the Lost Dogs Home down here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I've been working at the shelter for uh, about two and a half years now doing social media there. And Blog Pause has been a great sort of community to get some tips about what to do uh. when I'm there. And I'd always seen this conference, and there's nothing like it in Australia. So I thought, oh, I have to go one year. And I kept asking, work, you know, can I go? Can I go? Right. Um, <laughs> And eventually everything aligned and I managed to get over there. That's
1: great. You know, the thing is, you probably joined post at the very beginning without even knowing it was the very beginning,
2: probably. Yeah, that's right. I probably did actually. Which I think
1: is great. You know, when you kind of in on, well, it's like Twitter. You know, I say I, I got in on in the beginning when people were like, huh? what is that? You know. And, yes, uh, we
2: from the start. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's kind of exciting where you see how, how far it's grown, you know. So I'm so glad you came because wasn't the conference great?
2: It was incredible and it was so great to meet just, one, just to meet everybody and to be able to put faces to names that I've um, seen and heard and, um, yeah, just getting the connections and just learning so much as well. So I'm still going through it all back here at home trying to... Oh,
1: I know. I know. I (laughs) I called it the blog post hangover. (laughs) Yeah. I still haven't quite recovered. I mean, it is a lot of homework once you get home, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm looking is, yeah. at my swag bag and I'm thinking, I have yet to blog about these products. You know, because, <laughs> I mean, it took me days to just enter in all the business cards. I mean, it was an in- it's one of those things, and I think it was one of the best uh, pieces of advice that Carol gave in one of her uh, blog posts, which was, get on it straight away it's fresh in your mind otherwise you won't do it you know stuff gets in the way and I just made it my mission i had gone and park I, even though I work from home I parked myself over at a Starbucks and just yep. that was that was my mission and it did and I, it's been really beneficial because it's nice to be able to email the entire group of people that I met and I'm like hey blog post friends you know my guest today is Kevin which I did this morning you know and I think that just just when people know that you have that connection it just really really helps you know um the, the way that people engage with you. So I'm just really, really thrilled. And I still have a garage full of products that a lot of the vendors gave me at the end of the event because they didn't want to take them back with me being oh, local. Cool. Yeah. And that's actually going to help help rescues. And um, I'm going to be doing a big, big event I'm going to tell you all about later that, that they will go towards and actually help raise money for rescue. But, yeah, I, I loved the conference. Um, I thought it was a great week for for good weather. And, um, like you yeah, say, it was really
2: nice like, over there at that like, time. Yeah. Like you say,
1: putting a face to a name. I mean, I'd known Carol for five years through social media and I'd never met her until we went to blog post
2: she not even know. A great I, thing, isn't it? she
1: you <laughs> even know I was English. <laughs> <laughs> she had no, she was like, I know, oh my gosh, I know he had no idea this accent. Because she'd done some stuff to me before for events and stuff where she provided me with some prizes and, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, but it was just great finally to, you know, connect. Now, did you see her good news this week? Did you see? I did. <gasps> Can you believe that? Oh gosh, for anyone that's listening, Carol Bryant um, from um, Fidos of Reality, she basically looked up in the sky, saw an aeroplane go by with a big sign that says, please marry me, Carol Bryant. <laughs> And she was whisked off to get married right there and then. And I just thought, oh, my gosh. It, it was just exciting following it on Facebook, didn't you think? <laughs> it was yes. like this live event that was happening. And, you know, on the very same day, friends of mine who were former guests, um, Jeff Young, um, who was with Megadeth, and his um, girlfriend at the time, um, Sherry Klein, they um, they were on the Randy Rhodes tour, actually, uh, for the last couple of weeks, and they... Got engaged on the same day so it was just a really good day on social media don't you love those days kevin when like everything clicks and happy stories you know that's
2: right it's just a, a really nice day it's fantastic
1: yeah i just you know it's always good to be happy for people you know when they get what, <laughs> when they get what they want so that's what right. time is it there right now in australia
2: <laughs> it is 3 a.m
1: oh i i owe kevin something <laughs> because that well you know what but then you know what i have a tendency to come in at those times so sometimes i'm just still awake <laughs> that makes it easier you should have just partied last night and stayed out i too.
2: should have just partied last night yeah, we'll but i just, might have sounded a bit different we'll just
1: stay yeah we'll just stay out till three now i'm gonna assume that your dogs are still in bed yeah
2: the dogs are still in bed
1: <laughs> so you've got cinder sprocket and luna is that correct
2: yeah, so Luna is, um, she's with me part time. We have a shared custody arrangement. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's, so- ex. it's something you do have to think about, isn't it? I mean, cause I'm not giving my dogs up permanently That's right. <laughs> i'm just not you know it's just like your kids you know so um i'm glad you worked out your arrangement a lot of friends have the same situation the exact same situation <laughs> so she's a little part-time but i bet they get excited when luna comes over though.
2: They, they 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 do a lot and she's a typical beagle so she doesn't pay any attention to anyone first she goes and <laughs> sniffs everything right and then and then once she's sniffed everything, she'll come and talk to you.
1: Oh, she's got she's got her agenda first. She's doing her thing first. Oh, yes, absolutely. Then. Oh, my gosh. Now, how old are all the dogs?
2: So uh, Luna is three. Cinder is just past two, and she's a water collie. And Sprocket is a little terrier. He We think he's about ten months old. Oh, so they're uh, all he, young. Yeah, they're all fairly young, so that um, makes things interesting. But uh, <laughs> it, it's good because it keeps them all... They're all around similar ages, so they've all got similar personalities and they're yeah. all, uh, get- highly trainable. And oh yeah
1: yeah well yeah because you know what my galaxy's nine and thornton's eight and then mr twix is maybe a year old and yeah he, he irritates galaxy because she's fine <laughs> she wants a peaceful life when he starts running up and down you know the zoomies she gets so mad yes. she barks yes. at him like just stop running around <laughs> so i would think that definitely having them close in age helps do they are they chewers do they chew because mr twix is a chewer
2: um, at the moment, the only one that chews so much is Sprocket. Um, he's he's into the chewing at the moment.
1: Yeah, Mr. Twix chewed my um, Carlos Santana shoes. I love oh dear! It. I, I love didn't see
2: that picture online. It was
1: my fault, though. I mean, I did leave my closet door open. I do know better, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know, you're like you—you you know that when it's silent, then you're like, "Uh oh, what are you up to?" It's too, something going. It's on. It's too quiet. And yeah. Then for me, that I, dread I, I, came over me. I, I think I've—oh my god! I think I've left the door open to my closet, and sure enough, there he was, running around. He'd ripped all the leather off the heel of the shoe, and no, uh, I was just—and I really liked those shoes, Kevin.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> It's not right. Well, I, I had the um, problem that I accidentally left the cupboard open where their food is located. <gasps> and Sprocket broke into his uh, food container and he he ate his fill and then came into the lounge room looking a bit chubbier than usual <laughs> uh, and feeling a bit sorry for himself because he was hurting because oh, he'd ate, eaten too much. No.
1: You see, if I, I think I've, i When I sometimes put the food out, well, I put the food out in the morning, and I, I have a sofa in my kitchen. People think it's the craziest thing ever, but I have this sofa. So I put the three bowls out, yeah and he's like Goldilocks is uh, Mr. Twix he gets up his back yeah. picks, and he samples every single bowl you know and then if like you say if you forget to like put the lid down on the food food container boom the whole head's in there <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah he gone. has his funny little routine in the morning that one picture I have, have him with those three bowls his head looks massive he looks deformed yeah. it's like he's one of those uh, I never had a dog I had to, have, I had to have a groom all my dogs are short haired I only take uh, him over course, to, yeah. uh, to Lulu's to get their nails done and that's it and then I you know I Find the most filthy matted dog you could ever find. You know, who had to be shaved down. And um, he's—I'm going to groom him around about every three weeks. I mean, this dog's hair grows like crazy. But yeah, oh, when wow. it, but when the he, the head grows, he looks like a you know a dandelion head.
2: Ah uh, yes, <laughs> <It's like>
1: massive. <laughs> but <laughs> I, love, I love I love that dog. He's ridiculous. Um, he goes to a different groomer from my other dogs because um, I on the day that i found him um he, and i do know tons of groomers of course you know cuz of what i do um, but a lot of my friends just was like oh my gosh we can't take him we are fully fully booked and you know we can get him in the morning i thought i can't bear the thought of him looking like this for another day poor dog yeah. and it was my friend megan uh, she has the blog livepampplay.com and she's the one that was like, I can take him. And it was late at night. I think it was like 8 o'clock at night. And so I, I felt it was only right because she did step up and she's the only one that could take care of him. And it took her two hours uh, nope. to, to, to groom him that, that he should stay with her, you know. And my other groomer, friends of mine, um, Joni over at Lulu's. I mean, she was totally understanding. Everybody was understanding, you know. I said, I just think it's, I just think it's only right, you know. She's, she stepped up for him. He's connected to her now. And so that's where he went yesterday. You know how some dogs get scared of grooming? Oh, no, not Mr. Yes. Twerk. She posts a video mm-hmm. of him rolling on his back. He's hamming it up for the camera.
0: <laughs> I said, uh, he was loving it.
1: <laughs> it's a hysterical little dog. But uh, I'm really glad that he's in my life, I tell you. He's he's just a very, very sweet, sweet dog, apart from eating the shoes.
0: Except but...
2: when he he's at blog polls and he tries to... Uh... <gasps> oh, <yeah. laughs> Be not yeah. too friendly. <laughs>
1: yeah, he wasn't very nice. He was very well because he's never been around people. But, well, he has only ever lived with us. Yeah, but course. but there, but there are some people that he's like, oh, I really really like you, and there's some people like, oh, I just hit you based on nothing. He has nothing to go on, and yeah, that that you had you had a sample of that, the Jekyll and Hyde of Mister, <laughs> and it's very deceiving because you know you know how beautiful he is in his lashes and how sweet he looks at the camera, and then you're like, oh, he tried to rip my face off.
2: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks at you lovingly he's like oh, yeah, we can be friends and then
1: i know it's it's a, it's a it. test kevin it's a test <laughs> but he's getting a lot better i when did i take him to the, oh i took him across the street to see my neighbor's m- mom and she's oh my gosh i think she's 93 and i thought ooh i kept him at a distance you know but he just f- clicked loved her you know, so you never kind of know, but I think it's just a matter of time and experience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I t- try and take him as many places as possible. Um, and when people come up to him, I'm like, you know what? He's you have to come really quiet to him because he yeah he, you know, he, he could just flip out.
2: <laughs> but he's yeah. um,
1: he's a, he's a, he's learning. So and he's he's still really really young. So that's um, right.
2: And he might have missed a lot of that uh, you know critical socialisation as well. Well, this is so. it.
1: It wasn't till after we actually caught him and. Everybody knew of him in the park. Everybody, the park keeper he says, "Oh my gosh, he's been here for months and months and months, but just couldn't catch him." So, yeah. Um, so yeah, he definitely. I think all he knew were people chased him, like Animal Control, the parkkeeper guy. A lady would come down every week and try and catch him because she felt bad. And, and numerous people had done this. And um, so I think that was his full experience was, oh, my gosh, people are just, like, running at me, you know. And that's why he was fast. He's a fast runner, that dog. But, uh, yeah. He, yeah, I think he, th- that, there's a big, big chunk missing there. So we're starting, you know, from scratch. And the thing is, he... I only have one rug in my entire house, and of course, that's the rug he wants to pee on. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't know any better because he only lived outside. That's and right. He just peed when he needed to pee. So um, we're doing some training with him, and he's doing really, really well. Um, but um, and he's learning from the girls and stuff. But I'm like, just the one rug. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost. I'm glad I've, I've got wooden floors. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you do. You forget about you know. Um, They've just he would I mean, he's about a year old, and they'd said he'd been there at least five, six months, so oh, wow, yeah, I mean, this is a dog that ate trash, this is a dog that had a pile of trash because he likes to gather things, and this is a dog that would go to the um the sprinkler system under the bushes, the little drips, and that's how he got a drink. Um, so he, he learned how to survive, but um, yeah, he missed missed a big chunk of growing up. You know, like those celebrities, those child stars. Go, I was never a child. Uh, yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs>
1: oh, well, he's making up for it right now. Cheer my shoes up. <laughs> so um, let's talk. I, I read about you a little bit, like a little bit like a stalker there, Kevin. You know. So you have an acting background. I do. I do, and I think that plays right into the performing that you do with the dogs. It uh, does it. I, I, I love that you're, you're a photographer. I, I love how everything is come together in one arena for you.
2: Um, yeah, I've done really lucky. Yeah,
1: you are really, because, I mean, you're, you're not pigeonholed into, well, I do this, but I would love to have done that, but I don't know how to make those work together. And I think you've actually, you you kind of proof that you can do that. You know, you don't have to stick with one thing, but they all work very, very well together. So I want to talk about your dancing, because I watched the one video about the front leg weave.
2: <laughs> Oh, yes, how to
1: teach it. Yeah, Yeah, we're Mr. Twix. And you know what? It's really simple. Unless you see the video, then you go, how am I going to get my dogs to weave in and out of my legs? But your video, I thought, was brilliant. So when did you decide? Do you have a dance background as well?
2: I have a musical theatre
1: background. Okay, that all makes sense. So you sing too? Yes, I do. Well, you know, you've been now got to come out with this. <laughs>
2: video. You know that. <laughs> um, and and I wasn't a. I wasn't really. You know, I was an actor, but I was an actor with a musical theatre background. I was, I, I, in terms of dancing, I never did any formal dance stuff. But everyone was always like, you know, that you know, that guy can move. You yeah, know, got some boots, so the, that's good.
1: It, it absolutely, is so. The, so, what did you decide? <laughs> I'm gonna dance with my dog.
2: Okay, so I saw a video. Probably three years ago now, um, there's a routine to a Grease Medley by Hi. Caroline and Rookie.
1: Yes, I know exactly and the video. You probably
2: would have seen that one. Yep. Um, if you haven't seen it, guys, it's definitely worth checking out. we we'll post that, It's an amazing routine. It's an incredible routine. And that's really what got me going, oh, my God, I want to be doing something like that. Because you can just see the joy in that dog, how much fun he's having. Um, and the bond that they have between them because that's what I'm all about this is such a way to have that bond with your pet
1: it is because you know I think it's very easy to say I'm busy we've done our two walks or three walks you know and it's very easy to get very busy and fill up your time with other things but like you said that that bonding is really important like when i when i brush my dogs oh my gosh did they love that time together you know so and that's what i got from your video i was was like wow it's just them two it's just them two doing their thing and and that connection and just being happy about what you're doing and i just think it's really great i mean really really great i um yeah i did i looked at your videos now you've won some awards haven't you
2: yeah so cinder and i um she started training in dog dancing when she was four months old oh my gosh. Um, and being a border collie she's obviously very quick to learn a lot of stuff yeah um, we so we do trick demonstrations at sort of um we have you know midsummer carnival down here which is a big game lesbian been festival um so we do trick demonstrations <clears throat> trick competitions there wow. um we also compete in dog dancing as well so we've Um, currently got our Starters title and we're going up to trying to get our Novice title Oh my gosh I need one more pass to get it and hopefully we'll get that in about two weeks time.
1: I just think it's really, I just think it's really fun but like you say, you know you, you watch people who do dance with their pets or compete with their pets, you know, in flyball whatever and that connection is very very apparent and I think it's really nice just to see that, you know. Well listen, hang on the line there Kevin, so we're going to run some commercials and listen to some of our sure. sponsors. Then we're going to come back and talk even more and uh, we're going to cover uh, what you do with uh, The Lost Dogs Home. So we'll be right sure. back. You're Listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs.
0: We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Okay, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host. I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. And my fabulous guest today is Kevin Newman. And he's still there, Kevin? Yes, I am. Oh, it's just a wonderful thing. It's all
2: still working. We're
1: still connected. It's just fabulous. So, uh, Kevin has the uh, website, thatdogdancingguy.com.au. AU means Australia. We are Skyping in with Kevin uh, in Melbourne. And how's the weather there? You're in winter?
2: We are in winter at the moment. It's just getting cold though. We've been having quite an unusual warm start to winter. But no, it's starting to get cold and rainy.
1: Yeah, because I have a friend who also lives in Melbourne. And, uh, ah. yeah, so when she's wearing a bikini, we're not. <laughs> and when we're wearing a bikini, she's not, you know. So, in fact, it's someone I grew up with. Um, went to school and, you know, you reconnect with people years, many yeah, years absolutely. later on Facebook, you know. Often, though, I don't remember a lot of people. Because I didn't, um, what we did is we didn't socialize with school friends because we went to theater school. Just like you oh, did. I, yeah. Yes. So that was our, uh, uh, they were our friends and our um, social side, you know. So <laughs> there was a point where I would get these friend requests and it would say, "Oh, they went to Chaucer School," and I'm like, Ugh, "I don't remember that person." So I would have to ask my twin sister, and she would say, <laughs> "Yeah, I think I remember them," you know. But um, so that <laughs> that's kind of how we we ask each other because sometimes she's like, "I have no idea." I'm like, "Oh, you don't remember?" Blah blah blah. So um, so yeah, so I've reconnected a lot of people, and and Tina, she's she's out there too. She's been there a while, and uh, one of these days, I think we'll all re-meet back in England again because I think we were due for a, a reunion. I've never gone back to any school reunions. Have you done any of those?
2: No, I have one this year, though. My oh, 10-year reunion is <laughs> finally coming up. So. Mine
1: will be a few more years than 10, Kevin. <laughs> But yeah, I've not been to any of them, you know. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I can gather a few people together next year because I'm I'm going back to renew my wedding vows. Oh, and, lovely! Um, yeah. So, but I but really, our reunion we do is with everybody that went to the theatre school. You know, that's who that's who we all get together with yeah, every yeah. single year. So and wouldn't it be terrible to like get rid together and go. Oh, who's that person again? I can't remember them. That. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Uh, so t- let's talk about the social media management that you do for the Lost Dogs Home. And it's not just dogs, is it that you that they take in?
2: No, we 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 take in dogs and cats. Um, we do get other animals coming in as well. We've had everything from guinea pigs, rabbits to sheep and goats. Um, right. There was once a, an emu that came in as well, quite a quite a while ago.
1: You see, you've um, got a whole different set of animals than what we do. <laughs> we're, we're like coyotes and big horn sheep, and now we're talking kangaroos, emus.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: So so you basically won't turn any away?
2: No, we won't turn any away. We're an open-door uh, open shelter, so we take every single animal that comes to us, and it just depends. We only adopt out dogs and cats, right. but we will sort of find rescue organizations or ah. other shelters or farm sanctuaries for the other animals that come in.
1: Now, you're one of the biggest organizations out there, aren't you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we uh, deal with about 31,000 dogs and cats each year. Okay. Um, So we're about the second largest animal welfare organization in Victoria.
1: And how big is the facility?
2: Uh, We've got quite a large facility in Northern where we are. We have been there for about 100 years as well, so one of the longest running facilities as well.
1: You know, I I Um, saw that. Was it 1913 or 1910? 1913
2: was when everything started, yeah. and. We've got a couple of shelters in Victoria, um, as well as at the moment a couple of shelters in other states as well. So, quite large. What
1: a great history, though. I mean, and it just shows that you know this is something that is ongoing. And I mean, and you know, a lot of rescues start up and then financially they can't keep going. You know, and that's it makes right. it really difficult. And I think I think one of the things that, that rescues miss out on or don't think about because they're definitely driven on passion, that's for sure. But um, really, you've got to have that business. Side down. How are we going to bring money in? You know, how do we make it efficient? You know, to get you know uh, spay neuter, blah blah blah, those kind of things. You know, building that network before you even really get started, I think is really important. And I think they also need to take a course on fundraising. And my and my friend um, Hannah Elizabeth, and she's big in rescue here in town, helps a lot of people. She she yeah. was she posted this the other day. She was like, re- like you've really got to hone in those fundraising skills. You know, and and I've been because uh, I do the social media for the Hot Diggity Docks and Rescue. And we've been focusing a lot on online fundraising, you know, where we don't need a lot of personnel. We don't have to find a facility. uh, We don't have to worry about transportation. And then there are costs that are incurred through through putting these events on, you know. And um, it pays off. I mean, we have um, Doxy Dollar Days. You know, we ask people for a dollar. You know, because yeah. a lot of people feel embarrassed, like, oh, I can only donate a dollar. Well, we're like, no, that's all we're asking for. And we do really well on those days. And like now, I've seen $5 Fridays, I've seen $3 Thursdays, and, you know, I think it really, really, really helps. But to, to for, for the Lost Dog Zone to have a history of 100 years is really impressive. i they I'm going to have a big celebration this year? Oh, no, it would have been last year, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, oh. we, we did have a big um, celebration last year. We had a Pet Fest Oh. so we closed off the street in front of the facility where we are and we had a whole bunch of stands and a lot of people came down and check it out we've been we did a whole bunch of different stuff over the course of the year for our centenary year. so it was a lot of fun it was a lot of work but it was a lot of it's fun it's worth
1: as well. it you know and to celebrate being around for 100 years and making a big difference still is, am- is amazing you know um, the website is dogshome.com is that correct?
2: That is correct. We also have, um, if you're interested, we have a history website. So we oh. did history.dogshome.com. Oh! Um- which covers everything over our last centenary and oh. gives a real history of the home as well.
1: Oh gosh, you know what? I do miss my history. I have to tell you, Kevin, you know, not living in England anymore. I mean, and Vegas, when you think about Vegas is a very, very new city when you think yes. about it, you know, and I, you do, you crave that history and how did it get started? And there's a, there's a dog's home in Manchester that's over a hundred years old too. Um, back in England, not far from where I'm from. And it is just to know like how, how did that get started, you know? How did that, how did this get started? It's still going and, you know, yeah, exactly. and the people that have gone through there and the pets that have gone through there and the, and the progress, I mean, I'm sure 100 years ago they, w- they had no idea that you and I would be talking about it on radio. That's right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and social media stuff. I mean, it's quite amazing really what happens in uh, in, in, in a few decades, you know. But I'm going to definitely check that out because uh, I say I love history and I think it's really good to see what, what the roots were, you know, how it all, all got started and White's still here today. I think it's great. So how long have you been with them?
2: Uh, So I've been at the Lost Dogs Home for about two and a half years now. So I um, was, when I was blogging actually with my first blog, which was all about Luna the Beagle, Mm -hmm. before I had Cinder, I got asked by them to come along. I was training at, they have a train. We have a training school. I was training at the training school, and they they had obviously seen what I've been doing online with my blogging and everything. And they said, "Hey, did you want to come and help us out? We um, are currently getting into social media. We don't really have an idea of what we're doing here. You seem to know what you're doing. Oh, did you want to come along?" That is the um, smartest
1: thing they could have ever have done. Which was, <laughs> "This is not our area of expertise, and uh, we like what you do, and you can help us." <laughs> I, I think. That's that, right. I, I mean, I know. I am definitely the DIY kind of person. You know, I'm the, I'll learn how to do Photoshop. I'll learn, and that is me to a T. But I, there there are some people that's like, you know, if it's really not your forte and you're really not going to study it, because social media is so much more, as you and I know, than just oh, I put a post up. There are so many, like, tactics that you can use and things you should avoid doing because, you know, particularly Facebook, half the time you don't even know the rules because they change them so much. But, um, you know, just things like, you know, when you say, please share, and you know, apparently Facebook really like that so they don't really let all your viewers see that stuff or, or people that yeah. write your unit like don't tell me what to do <laughs> you know so it, it, those little tricks I mean just on, on Twitter alone if you actually write out please retweet the chances of it getting retweeted are just so much ho- higher than PLS uh, right. you know uh, RT so uh, there is a lot more and I think it's I think I think rescues are certainly realizing the benefit of social media but if it's something that you can't your rescue can't devote the time to find someone that'll do it for you in a really great way because that's when you will get amazing results i mean when i look at it i mean every single dog that we post i mean of course we're a small rescue for hot diggity but every single dog we post gets adopted every single one of them you yeah, know exactly. so it's uh, it's effective and it's how people are looking for their pets these days isn't it kevin you know
2: Yeah, and I mean, as as I said, they hadn't had a social media officer before, so I was the first social media officer there as well. You're going to be part of the history.
1: You're going to be part of the history when he's 200 years old. You're going to be in that that line. (laughs) I love it.
2: (laughs) So it's been really great because, yeah, as you said, just having a feel for it and knowing what you're doing is, is, is a bit different but yeah. you learn as you're going along as well and best yeah. practices and it changes every day and yeah. it's something you've got to stay on top of which is why going to somewhere like blog pause is really good as well yeah. in terms of not only for my own benefit for my blog but also for my work that I do with the shelter yeah. um, just being able to learn so much more about social media and how to put that into a perspective of pets and you yeah. know um, and animal welfare and everything it's
1: very it's very specific you know, it's, uh, yeah, and, and and blogging is a big general thing. But, yeah, when you start getting down to those niches, yeah, you really have to do things in a little bit of a different way. Because most That's of right. the time we're saying, please give us money or... <laughs> Please, please share this information, or please, you know. <laughs> And so it, you do have to build, I think, a very different kind of relationship with the people that, that follow you. Um, and um, it is. It's, I think you have to be very strategic for it to be very, yeah. very, very effective. And, uh, yeah, and it can certainly take a lot of your time you know, <laughs> putting it all together. Now, one thing I did see that you do on the uh, Lost Dogs homepage is you do the pet superstar for the day. Tell me about that.
2: So, yep, yeah, so pet superstars, um, one that we did to highlight dogs that have been adopted from the Lost Dog's home. Yeah. As well as um doing dogs that are up for adoption as well. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to sort of highlight people that have adopted from us and you know, to, to really give them that idea of, hey, I'm still part of the Lost dogstone community. Yeah. I'm still going to be sharing my pets. And and we love those post-adoption stories because yeah. obviously in Australia there's st- and probably in America as well, there's still a lot of myths about shelter pets. So people still think, <gasps> yeah. oh, they're damaged I or they're, they've got behavioral issues or something like that.
1: I think the biggest, uh, you know what's damaged are the people that dump them. They're, da- That's they're right. flawed in in their 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 makeup. They are flawed that you would just abandon anything, you know. Um, and it makes me wonder. Well, if they've abandoned pets, they'd probably abandon projects. They don't stay jobs very long, you know, <laughs> because it's it, there's a big emotional tie to that. And I don't know how you do. I don't know how it happens. Because for me, it's like well, if you get a pet, I was really serious about it. Like, do I time? made the commitment. That's right. Yeah. And and I. I guess there's a bunch of people that don't make that commitment, you know, or they don't have the what's the what's the word um, the um ability to see things through, you know. That's right. And it is, and those myths, like you say, can be very damaging because people go, oh, I'm not going down there because everybody's a mess. But it's it's not the case, is it, Kevin?
2: No, absolutely. And, and a lot of the dogs and cats that come into the shelter, they're through no fault of their own. Well, it's some, as you said, it's something to do with their owners. Yeah. And so, you know, there might be divorcing or the, you know, kids or anything like that moving house and can't take a pet with them, just didn't think about it long-term, that kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't so, want to pay
1: to move the pet with them. <laughs> you <know>? That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I mean, it's hard for you and I to believe, you know, but we do have to be around people like that. And then I think what happens is, as, as much as we all get a bit upset and annoyed, I think once they get in our hands then we do the right thing for them. That's right. And I, and then, like you say, w- it's lovely to get those stories from the pets that you have adopted out because it's like, here's the happy ending, you know. It all ends <laughs> yeah, well, you know, once exactly, you get adopted. You, know? you want
2: people to know that this is, the, this is the end outcome, you know. These dogs are having great lives. Yeah. These cats are having fantastic lives. And they're not... You know, we, we are- we have some that are over in America as well that people have moved overseas and taken their pets with them wow. because they just can't stand yep. to not. So we've yep. got, a, there's a beagle that I know that lives in San Fran. <laughs> there's a, a greyhound that went across, I think he's in New York.
1: You see? Um, Isn't that
2: there's great? There's some in London. It's just fantastic. that pe- And people write to us. Uh, my mum actually just moved states. She moved to about... 2000 kilometers away from where i am right now and she took her dogs with her of course because she wasn't gonna not so yeah it's absolutely you know a lot of us don't understand but we love sharing those stories just so people can see you know you need to be thinking about this long term but your dog's gonna live an amazing life with you
1: and and it's possible to move with your dog across the other side of the world you know i mean i i've got because my dogs um Twix, like, mm, no, maybe Twix might be just a little too big to even be in the cabin. So I already researched it. If we ever move back to England, we're going on the QE2. They've got yeah. l- luxury kennels on there. They get an ambassador. Lovely. They get a bed with the name embroidered on it. <laughs> That sounds
2: amazing. (laughs) That's how I'm
1: doing it. I mean, and if you're going to move, hey, you know what? That's beat sitting on a plane, trust me. I mean, you you don't have the ability to run around the ship with the pets because there's a special deck for them. But you can go down all day every day, see them play with them, and they're looked after, and, you know, and it's a great alternative, although there aren't many kennels. So what you have to do is you've got to book Book way ahead of time. But if you're moving countries, you know way ahead of time probably that you're moving, you know. Or in my case, I would just wait till the kennels open up i'll like jim i'll see you in five years when a camel opens up yeah when,
2: <laughs> when i can bring twix across it's fine <laughs>
1: yeah because i'm like because none of none of my three are going to fit in anything you know so uh, and i think i think like you say it shows it's possible and it shows you although they may be have looked scared you know in in a shelter because it's a new environment this is it's scary to them that to see these happy stories i mean um i had um one of the Michael Vick's dog's owners on the show. And, um, yeah. you know, people are, oh, my gosh, you know, and he did have to fight for his life. He had no choice. And then you see Oscar laying on the couch all chill there. I mean, it's just fantastic. You know, so when people say, oh, they can't be... Um, and his owner doesn't like to say rehabbed, which was like, what were we rehabbing from? Like being an alcoholic? Well, no. She's <laughs> <laughs> was just recovering, you know, from from a, a, a life he was put into that he didn't choose to be in. But he's recovering, right. you know. And so I think they're a prime example, the Michael Vick dogs. And they call them the victory dogs because they, you know, they did get out of that hellhole. But it just shows you if, you know, with the right owners, the right situations, and, uh, and I mean, no one needs to step up and take a fighting dog, you know, cause that's, you, you know, you've got, you've got some work on your hands and there are amazing exactly. people that did that and they've got great pets now. So I never buy them, like I say, the myth of everybody's broken, they'll always be a mess forever, you know, it's, it, you've just got to take a chance on them. You know, because they will thank you for it, you know. Now, yeah, let's talk about your, oh, you know what? Let's take a quick break because I want to talk about your radio show, too. Um, sure. We'll Let's take a, take a quick break. we listen to some words from our sponsors. And then we'll come back and talk to Kevin Newman, that dog dancing guy, about his radio show in Australia. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned.
1: Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger.
0: To
2: get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's
0: DysonDeals.com. Hi, this is TOD Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam.
1: Alright, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and my special guest, Skyping in all the way from Melbourne, Australia, is Kevin Newman. Are you there, Kevin? Yes, I am. Great. Now, just hang on one second. So I want to do a little announcement of a very fabulous event that me and my friend, Pen Webb, of Rocking for Rescues are putting together. So Vegas Rock Dog and Rocking for Rescues are doing this big collaboration, and we're doing a fabulous rock and roll golf and social ta- tournament. We haven't got a name for it yet. We're working on a name. But it's going to be August the 9th at Spanish Trail Country Club. Very fancy pants, you know. And uh, we're going to have, for those that don't golf, we're going to have a social ticket as well, aside from that. So Golf. The check-in will be at 6:30 a.m. because golfers get up and do that, and uh, they will start the game at 7:30. They'll wrap up around about 12 noon, and then our social event starts from 12 to 3. So we are looking for fabulous sponsors. We're looking for swag bag sponsors, breakfast sponsors, lunch sponsors, you name it. We're just looking for sponsors. Um, we've got a great list already of amazing volunteers. And if you'd like to volunteer with us, we have very specific positions for everybody to fill. And it's going to be very organized and very, very tight because we want to be the most successful um, fundraiser that Vegas has seen for Dog Rescue. We're going to be benefiting four rescues. We have not announced them just yet, but I think everybody will be very happy to find out who they are. We know them personally. We've worked with them very very closely and um, you know you're going to be able to bid on signed guitars signed rock star photography you name it it's going to be amazing and we'll have entertainment too uh, my husband James Rodrigo is going to be producing that and uh, oh, so I told him this week anyway <laughs> and so he, that's what he does so he has to help me because he's my husband so that's going to be August the 9th uh, that's the rule you are my husband just have to help and as a Spanish Trail country club here in Las Vegas we have people flying in from Chicago to come and play in this tournament and we want to sell out big time. Um, I've always believed, and I've always believed in just go big or go home. So that's our big, big event. And there's a special event going on today, and it's at the Desert Springs uh, United Methodist Church, and it's called Reading with Rascal. So Rascal is a dog, and it's from ten to two. No, it's not from. T- it's from ten to noon, and uh, they do that. I think uh, the second Saturday of um, of the month. Take your kids the only rule is that you have to be behaved and i think they're talking about the kids and not the dog so <laughs> so that's happening today my rescue of the week of course has to be the lost dog's home uh in melbourne australia and that is www.dogshome.com and i want to say a big thank you to our sponsors because without them the show would never happen and uh they're all um pet loving businesses and so uh, if you're looking for sp- uh, products and services. Take a look at them first before you look at anyone else. And next week's show, we've got Janice Redondo coming on from Windy's Ranch and Rescue, and we're going to have a little potbelly pig come in the studio. So, <laughs> I love. Hey, you know what? I wish we could get a cat Well, we could get a kangaroo because we've got a the Rusemore Zoo here, uh, Kevin. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I see. I see how they can like punch you. Um, those kangaroos. So it may not be the right environment a radio
2: studio. <laughs> yeah, probably not a great <laughs> idea to get a kangaroo in the studio. <laughs>
1: like what yeah you've got a whole different set of issues going over there with your kinds of uh, animals so we've got a couple of minutes left tell everyone what your radio show website is and when it happens
2: Sure. We have a show called Pets Aloud, which is on Joy. So that's joy.org.au, and you can also check out the program grid and find Pets Aloud. Um, it's on a Friday at noon, so I'm going to not guess what time that is, Vegas time, but I think it's about 6 a.m. or 5 You know 5 what? I will, fi- I will find
1: a converter, and I will post it <laughs> and tell people it's- when it's on our time. <laughs> um, I you li- can
2: also... Catch the podcasts online. That's so we what do I did. At all. That's yeah. what I
1: did. I listened to your show. Yeah. I am one of those hosts that actually just check in my guests. <laughs> like oh, so. excellent. A little, no, s- no, little stalkerish, you know. Um, well, how many minutes have we got left, Chris? A couple of minutes? Oh, three. Right. Let me just close out the show and then we're going to say a big, well, actually, one last thing, Kevin. What's next for you? Because I mean, you're doing a ton of stuff, but what have you got in mind? Anything top, um, top secret? Yeah, that's a
2: <laughs> very, very good question. At the moment, I am su- cu- currently training to be a dog trainer myself so that oh. I can actually take take classes. Um, and start teaching more people about canon freestyle and dances with dogs because I just think that bond that you can share with your pet by doing yeah. it is fantastic so i agree um, more expect more training videos expect you know a lot more from from me in the future
1: and I love your photography by the way i have to tell you that uh, thank you <laughs> it's really lovely i mean you really capture the spirit of your dogs and I think it's uh you've been able to say pull everything together you know see a great photography on the blog you've got the great dancing videos i'm, I'm really thrilled you're going to be a trainer too because uh, it just makes sense doesn't it really
2: it does yeah you know
1: it just seems like a natural progression well hang on there while i just close out the show because this is how we like to close it out every week we like to say remember you can help a pet in need either rescue adopt donate volunteer or share their information always rescue uh, your family members, so make make sure your next one has fur or feathers or something like that, or scales, uh, replace the word shop with adopt, and be kind to all animals, you know, th- th- there's not a hierarchy, it's, uh, you love all animals, it's really important that we, uh, we view them in that way, because then uh, if we do, then uh, we won't. We won't see so many animals get dumped and stuff. Yeah, so it's really important that we be kind to all animals. Um, I want to thank Kevin for being on the show and getting up so early <laughs> to do this interview with me. But it's been a thrill, Kevin, I have to say. And yes, thank
2: you for inviting me. It's in t- been fantastic. Tell
1: us your website one more time.
2: It is thatdogdancingguy.com.au. You can also find me on Facebook as well. Just search for That Dog Dancing Guy.
1: Will you be in Nashville next year?
2: Uh I'm 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 thinking about it at this point. I'm not quite sure just yet how everything's gonna go but on, um, it, it's quite possible.
1: <laughs> I think we need a performance from you, but I don't know you're gonna have to find another dog if you can't bring your dog over. <laughs> Oh, uh, Mr. Twix, there you go. I'll work on him for you. The
2: lovely Mr. Twix, yes.
1: I want to say a big, big thank you for, for Skyping in with us. I think it's been a great interview. Um, I see big things for you coming in the future, more than you're already doing. And I see you with your own show eventually, honestly, a TV oh. show. Yeah, you'll be doing it all. Thank you so much. But thanks so much. Um, say hello to your puppies for me. And, I will when uh, they wake up. I'll see you on social media. <laughs> See you there. Thanks, Kevin. Bye. Thank
2: you. Bye.
1: I want to say a big thank you to Chris for running the show today. And remember, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. And I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Remember, kiss your pets good morning and good night, and have a great weekend. See you next week.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.